mighty name. He he's worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In this hour, Lord, we reverence your name, your person. We reverence your presence. And we ask you, make your word alive to us. Give us understanding that we may obey freely give us the results in Jesus name amen do this hug somebody you haven't done that today that's what's wrong with you hug somebody really good don't just welcome them saying you know what I can't do this without you amen the song you are great you do miracles so great there is no one else like you there is no one else like you you are great you do miracles so great there is no one else like you great you do miracles so great there is no one else like you there is no one else like you 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 are great you do miracles so great there is no one else like you tell them everybody there is no one else like you. What we need the Lord to do, and you may have your seat, what we need the Lord to do is to open us up. And I, I want, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to stretch us just a little bit in our capacity. I believe he can do that. I believe that he will if we ask him. And um, I'm giving you something I haven't given before. Um, so I'm asking the Lord to give me um, clarity and to make it clear, make it so clear in your heart until you know what to do about it. Amen. All God's people said amen. Uh, Exodus, Exodus chapter 13, verse, starting with verse 11. Very strange but powerful passage. Exodus 13, 11 through 15. I'm going to read just a few passages to you. May the Lord give you understanding, give us understanding. After the Lord brings you, after the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites. Notice he says after. And, and is it possible that we might get these up? Thank you. He's, he's, he's bringing it. After the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites and gives it to you as he promised on oath to you and your ancestors. 
You are to give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. All the firstborn males of your livestock belong to the Lord. Check this out. Redeem with a lamb every firstborn donkey. Have mercy. But if you do not redeem it, break its neck. What? Redeem every firstborn among your sons. In the days to come, when your son asks you, what, what does this mean? Say to him, with a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of, the, out of the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed the firstborn of both people and animals in Egypt. This is why I sacrifice to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb and redeem each of my firstborn sons. And it will be like a sign on your, on your hand and a symbol on your forehead that the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his mighty hand. What you're reading is God's instruction to them before they came into his designated place for them. This is what you read when God is in the process of delivering them from what held them. It's, 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 it's prophetic in that it, God is saying, I'm, I'm going to deliver you. But when you come into what I want, this is the way you are to act. This is what you're to do and this is the way you honor me. Would you please give us some note, please, to, uh, to, the, um, to verse 13 when it uses that word redeem with a, with a lamb. Do you see that? Redeem with a lamb. Every firstborn donkey. I thought that was interesting that it called it a donkey because, you know, a donkey, today we call an ass, amen. And, and, and what's interesting about it is uh, the nature of a donkey, Lord help me today please, the nature of a donkey, Lord have mercy, stubborn and self-willed, you, you got to do something to a donkey to make it do right, amen. God is making, is telling them, if all you have to give me from the firstborn is a donkey, when you bring that donkey, that donkey is not acceptable to me. I thought about the nature of a donkey, why he didn't, but he was not considered one of the things you could offer up to God. There were many things that were considered unacceptable or unclean. But God has given acknowledgement to them that all of them may not possess the animal that he considered clean. And please consider what a donkey is. A donkey is your axe, your gig, 
is how you make your living. A donkey was important because it was powerful. You can't plow your fields without a donkey. That donkey represented my ability to earn and grow, produce. But when first freezing, when first fruit season came, and God said, "When you have gotten into the land that I'm giving you, that I promised you, and I promised your ancestors, when you get in there, I want that 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 first donkey that's born, you know, that donkey that you you spend all that money feeding and caring for, because you know that donkey gonna make you some money." Are you there? He said, I want you, to, I, want you, I want you to redeem it because the firstborn of every womb belongs to me. Are you hearing that, saints? But, 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 but when you bring the donkey, know that the donkey is not the kind of, his nature is not the sacrifice that I want. So would you look back at verse 13, please? Redeem. I'm going to circle that word or Make it red or underline it in your Bible. Redeem every, redeem with a lamb. That phrase right there. Redeem with a, what is that? Well, when, when you bought the donkey, because it, 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 it was commanded that every firstborn of every womb belongs to me, but when you bring it, it in itself has to be transformed. It has to be given to me in a form that I can accept. And the only thing you can give me that will make this donkey acceptable because it's the first, it's the, it's the power of your living in your future is a lamb. God makes the choice of how you transform what you bring into something acceptable to him. Do you see that? Redeem the donkey with a lamb. You should understand what this word redeem means. It's an, it's an amazing word. It means to exchange. It means to bring to safety. It means, it can mean to buy something back that had either been lost or taken or stolen. It's a powerful word. In fact, today for a few moments, I want to talk to you about first fruits, the power of redemption. So God says, when you, when you come to me in obedience and you, and you happen to bring a donkey, and I want you to redeem that donkey, exchange that donkey. Okay, I'm going to let you keep the donkey, but you give me the lamb because the lamb is going to represent the donkey. The lamb is what the donkey ain't. Give that to me. But notice, he says, but if you don't redeem the lamb, I mean, if you don't redeem the donkey, Lord, have mercy. What did he say? What are you doing? It's better for you to destroy the thing that you believe is going to be your future. In other words, I, 
I'm not going to take the donkey, but if you're not going to give the donkey or if you're not going to redeem it, make it useless to you. Have mercy, Jesus. Because God has said, I want you to demonstrate something. This is an act of faith. A lot of people have a problem even with, even with the tithe. They want to use what God has already declared for you to break its neck. When you, when you bring a tithe, as he just explained, when you bring a tithe, you're saying, well, I did earn it, but I ain't going to use it. It's like those trees growing in the, in the garden. I want you to cultivate it and keep it, but that one I told you not to mess with, don't mess with that one. Cultivate it and keep it, but don't take from it. A tithe is what you're saying to God, everything else is, I, get to, I get to utilize, but this thing right here, I ain't messing with that. Because that thing, there's a word in the scripture called cherub or under the band. I haven't talked about that. This, this breaking the donkey's neck come un, comes under that category. That thing you're offering must become useless to you. Oh, you think it's useful if you keep it. Because if you keep it, you can't get what I want to bring. Have mercy. So I need you to redeem it, even though it is, yes, even though it's, it's usable, and, and, and even though it's valuable, it should be valuable. But, but like, like, like the tithe, I get, my, I get my check, but I choose to take the first of it and make it useless to my hands. And useful in the hands of God. God turns around and, as the prophet said, covers everything I made. But this, this first fruits thing is like, what? This first fruits is prophesying about what's coming, what God wants me to make. That's why it's categorically different. Check this attitude out. He said, when you, when you do this, I want you to not only, he says, break, it, break its neck, and then he says, redeem every firstborn among your sons. Do you see that? You, you, you need to notice that when God said every womb, the first birth of every womb, the first male of every womb is mine. He doesn't bite his lip. He said it's mine. He's really serious about this. <laughs> but God doesn't do human sacrifice. God, God, and in fact, one of, the, one of the reasons why we need to get this whole lesson right because we're living in a nation that's under the curse and, the, and, and, the, and, the, and, and uh, under the destruction of a land whose blood has cried out from the many babies that have been aborted. From the many firstborn. 
that we didn't give to God, we gave them to Satan. We, 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 we sacrificed those children for our pleasure, for our comfort. Their blood, innocent blood, cries out. Our nation is suffering from it right now. In the courts, some of you may have been following the courts, but may, have, may not have been following the court's decision. We have an opportunity right now to, to overturn, to undo what was done horribly years ago and increase the curse over our nation. God is not into human sacrifice. So when he says every birth, every firstborn of the womb, your sons, he switches from animals, and later on he talks about crops, he switches from animals to human beings. He says, but I want you to bring your first, the firstborn is mine. But how, how does God, how does God take our firstborn in this case, how does he do that? How would he take their firstborn and not kill them? Because he doesn't do human sacrifice. Do you know what he does? He says, exchange, redeem, Lord have mercy, Jesus. Exchange, use redemption. Use the power of redemption. What you do, you take what I've designated. In fact, he goes on and gives some, he gives some actual he gives, in fact, he makes a, a, a monetary equivalent, tells him exactly how much. I'll read it for you in just a minute. You bring this instead of your, your, your firstborn. Actually, what you do, you bring your firstborn. <laughs> it's kind of like this, kind of like this, it's kind of like this, it's kind of like this. You bring your firstborn, <laughs> you bring him to the altar. And I don't know if the parents did this in Israel, but, 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 but they were thinking, oh, Lord, what's going to happen to me? Because it's sacrifice. Are you all there? You bring the firstborn, the second one saying, glad it's you, not me. <laughs> bring the firstborn, and, and he said, now, I want you to present the firstborn to me because the first, wow, is mine. And if I, I could do this, I've I, I struggled with this early this morning because in my illustration right now, it's not absolutely correct. Why isn't it correct? Ooh, you've been reading the Bible. Lord, have mercy, God bless you. Too late. <laughs> mercy Jesus <laughs> you know and this by the way when the when, when that firstborn male is born he ain't had a chance to get married yet all your futures in the boy all your posterities in the boy Lord have mercy he said, I want you to bring it to me and offer him to me. So you bring the boy, and then what happens, I should have had somebody bring their dog today. That would have been great. Unfortunately, the dog is not acceptable because dogs are not acceptable sacrifice to the Lord. So if I had baby lamb, I could have do that. For 500 shackles, I would have bring the 500 shackles. And, and, and I could say, okay, Lord, um, um, this is my firstborn, and this is my 
redemption. How do I keep his life? Talk to me, saints. How do I keep him alive? How do I keep God from committing child sacrifice? I take the price and I take the, take the boy along with it. Actually, we should be doing it on the altar this way. I take the boy and, and I have this change and then I, I, I put the, 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 he wondering, is he going to give me the money or is he going to give me? By the way, if you'll, if you'll, if you'll put this in the, right, in the right context, Hannah, Lord have mercy, she understood it. Lord have mercy. And principally, every one of you here today ought to do this with every one of your children. Give them unto the Lord. Are you there, saints? And so they give the, they give the, the shackle and, then, and, 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 and he is free. But not really, cause it's, it's he been paid for. His life has been redeemed. Are you listening? Wait, what's amazing about it? His life isn't redeemed, and it had nothing to do with his good deeds. Had nothing to do with the good things he could he he he's bought forth or produced. Simply by the love of God, simply by the instruction of God. And many people have not understood this, and so many of us have not understood the power of redemption because we haven't understood first fruits. Keep reading with me. In the days to come, when your sons ask, "What does this mean?" Tell them what it means. Then God ties together the whole picture of why this first fruit is so important. When your children ask you, what are you doing? Now, some of your kids have not been able to ask you what you're doing about first fruits because you've not been demonstrative enough with it. When they ask you, what, what, what does this mean? You'll be willing to break the donkey's neck. My little donkey, my little coat. I grew up, I, he know my name, daddy. You're going to break his neck. Well, we better find out. We better get some money together on lamb to find, get a lamb. To, oh, we're going to... I mean, I'm gonna go talk to my next door because they're gonna give me a lamb. You know, will you pay for the lamb? <laughs> you need a lamb to take the place of this donkey. What does this mean? So he said, Would you read there where it says, Kenny, where it says about he rehearses history? Are you breathing? What does it say? In the days to come, when your sons ask you, with a mighty, come on, with a what? With a mighty, the Lord God brought us out of, out of the land of, when Pharaoh was stubborn, I want to make, you, make the application. I don't care how stubborn the enemy is over your children. There is a redemption for them that you can practice. And I want you to hear me on this. I hear, I hear it now specifically for parents who are struggling with their kids. When they're past the age of you making them do what you want them to do. I go. He said to them, the Lord God, what he did. Don't, don't forget your history. Because your history is connected destiny. You can't get what I pr promise for you until you acknowledge and understand this. 
So when you practice this whole principle of first fruits, it is stretching for your destiny. The things I have promised. Keep going. I think it will become clear for you in a moment if I can make it clear. So he says, uh, when Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed. This to me was one of the most drastic acts of God in history. Because you'll find that God said to Pharaoh, let Israel, talking about all of Israel, let Israel go. Israel is my firstborn. That's what God said. Get your hands off my people. You've made enough money with it. And Pharaoh said, Lord, have mercy. Who is God? You're about to find out. You're about to find out who God is. So, this is so awesome. God said, tell Pharaoh, let my people go. He's my firstborn, let him go. You've used them enough. You've built the whole kingdom on the back of their labor. Let them go. It wasn't anybody telling Pharaoh. It wasn't just Mo Moses was a voice representing God. God was saying, Pharaoh, They don't belong to you. Pharaoh, you are not a God. Pharaoh represents Satan. Pharaoh represents the hand of bondage, slavery. Pharaoh, Egypt, all of that scene represents God's people who not only don't know him, but all they do know is misery. In fact, in their joy, it's miserable. In the thing they practice, they're miserable. It got, they got plenty, but they're miserable. Um, so God says, Pharaoh, let my first, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you again. Moses comes back, Moses, he said, you know, Moses don't talk that good. So he get Miriam and Aaron to talk for him. He don't talk that good, but he talk hard. <laughs> he said, I, 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 I'm gonna tell you one, 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 one last time. Now I said, let them go. I mean, let them go. Pharaoh was playing game. Well, you can let them go and just worship over in the mountain and let them and bring them back. He said, no, I said, let them go. Period. Well, 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 we just let we just let the, the we let the we let the, the the women go. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, you wanna play that game? So the ten plagues, some of you know this history. The ten plagues begin. God starts messing with their water. How many of y'all know when your water get messed with you in trouble? You don't think messing with your water is not? Just, just let, let our present water be poisoned. And let me tell you how that affects your life. Okay, God starts messing with their comfort. Start putting flies and lice and 
<laughs> Jesus. You, you, you want to mess with God? He said, well, let frogs, let frogs. Can you imagine waking up in the, in the night because something moving under your covers? <laughs> and they're cold. <laughs> How do I know frogs are cold? Because I play with them when the kid. They're cold. Any frog lovers here? Any frog lovers here? You know what I'm talking about. They're cold. They, they ain't one. Yeah, oh, nasty, yeah. Can you imagine waking up and you go to the restroom and when you sit down, it's like, what, 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 oh my God. Can you imagine? God said, I ain't playing with you. I'm trying to give you an opportunity to know who you're messing with. And God starts these 10 plagues and they are lice. I don't know if you haven't seen lice. Have you ever seen anybody have lice in their head? When they comb their head, the scale, the, the skin, uh, just come and the lice be crawling around. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> God said, I'm not playing with you about my firstborn. Don't mess, up, don't mess with my kids. You know, Proverbs says, you know, a fool... You know, it, it, you know, he said, a fool, a fool is, is, is worse than a getting between a mother bear and her cubs. If, if any of you do any hunting, one thing you do not do, if you run across a bear, particularly if it's a female bear, that means if she ain't got nothing dangling and she's a female bear, do not get between her and her baby. You best to just lay on the ground and act like you're dead. After they kick you around a while, and make you, because you don't, you, you, you want to see fury? You want to see fury? I don't mean fury read. I mean fury. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you want to see something, you want to see something violent. You get between a mother and her cub. Excuse me, you want to see something worse than that? You get between God and his kids. That song we were singing the other day, there's no, no, no mountain I won't climb up, no hill I won't, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Coming after you, that's, that's God. To, you know. And so Pharaoh was trying, you know, he trying to play, he trying to play, he, tell you, tell you never, don't mess with God. So God says, hey, okay, Pharaoh, I'm done with you now. Moses, leave. You don't tell him the last time, leave. In fact, Pharaoh told Moses, if, if he said, you will, you will never live if you see my face again. That's what Pharaoh told Moses. Moses said, okay, come on, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what happens God sends a death angel the Bible says the scream was so loud there's never been a cry in the world like the mothers of Egypt when their firstborn died in their beds and died in their homes the mother got up to serve breakfast and the son was dead they were screaming and mourning and wailing and in Israel, there was silence. They had the clothes on. They packed up. I'm ready to get out of this mess. 
I'm sick of living in this filth. I'm sick of living in this lack. It was the first born, it was the first fruits principle that saved Israel. It was the first fruit principle that saved them. God, when, he, when the death angel came, if there was no blood on the doorpost, every, the firstborn in there was dead. Just <laughs> breath gone. God said, by the way, there's never been a demonstration like that. God said, I'm not playing with my, first, with my kids. This first fruit principle is bigger than you think. When you tell your son and your son say, what, why, are you do, why, are you, why are you doing for this first fruit? Because I want you to remember how the Lord delivered us. This is how our future will be delivered. All that he ever wanted for us. That's why we, by faith, we take the, 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 the first of the womb, the first from the ground. The first from every animal womb, the first from even the first sons of even our mothers, our, our wives. We take that and we say, Lord, this is yours. Oh, are we still there? Are you still there? Check this out. And then he says, <laughs> when Pharaoh was stubborn, tell them. This is why we sacrifice to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb and redeem everyone and redeem each of my, of my firstborn sons. And it will be like a sign on your hand. This is going to impact what you do with your hands and with you on your forehead, how you think. I remember how the Lord brought us out. With a mighty hand. Are you still there, saints? Quickly, quickly. Numbers 18. Pop it up right quick, Kenny. The first spring, the first offspring of every womb, every, both human and animal. The first offspring of every womb, both human and animal, that is offered to the Lord is yours. And the yours he's talking to are the priests. The first offering of every womb, both human and animal, that is, that is offered to the Lord is yours. But you must redeem every firstborn son and every firstborn male of an unclean animal. That's referring to the donkey. He was considered unclean. So you had to redeem him, exchange for him. Are you still there with me? And when they are a month old, you must redeem them at the redemption price set at five shackles of silver, according to the sanctuary shackle, which weighs 20 graphs. You must not, check it out, you must not redeem the firstborn of a cow, sheep, or goat. They are holy. Splash their blood against the altar. Burn their fat as food offering, an aroma pleasing to God. God's saying, these I accept. Now quickly, Exodus 6. Say therefore to the sons of Israel, Exodus 6, 6. Say therefore to the sons of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. 
and I will deliver you from their bondage. I will also redeem you. Notice deliverance and redemption are related, but they're two different things. I, I, I will also redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. Then I will take you for my people and I will be your God and you shall know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I will give it to you, to you for a possession. I am, I love how he signs the last word. He says, I am the Lord God. You know what he's saying? Because of who I am, I can't lie, it shall be. Listen to this. To redeem something is to bring it to safety. To exchange or buy back. It also means someone who takes vengeance. Have mercy. Redemption is the restoration of our relationship with God. Redemption is the restoration of our relationship with God. But something you need to know, when God restores something, when God redeems something and he restores it, Please, I can't break it down all this morning, but I'll do the best I can next week, I hope. Look, when he redeems something, he never redeems it like it was. Have mercy, Jesus. When he redeems it, it's always better than what it was in the first. And I'll, I'll break it out for you next week so you can... You can understand it, but it's so important for you to understand that you all, saints, you have not lived. I'm sorry. Tell your neighbor, you have not lived your best life yet. <laughs> you, you have not stepped into everything God wants for you. Not yet. I mean, well, and, you, and, you, and the only way you will is by walking the way he chose for us to walk. But you have not yet gotten... Some of you have gotten some great things. If I ask you, since you've been serving God, well, this has changed and that's changed. I don't do this. Now I do this and I didn't have this. And now I have this. You can give me some awesome testimonies. Look at your neighbor and say, but you have not yet received everything. You have not received everything that God has for you. I want to close this by by these exhortations Romans 8 23 we ourselves having the first fruits of the Spirit this is New Testament we ourselves having the first fruits of the Spirit even we ourselves grown within ourselves waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons what is that like it's the redemption of the body Romans 8.23 has three concepts in there that I, by the grace of God, before first few seasons out over, I'll have opened them to you so you can, be, you can understand the power of what you have in your hands. The three concepts are redemption, adoption, and first fruits. They're all in that verse of Scripture. My wife is trying to move me along. 
redemption, first fruits, and adoption. Are you there, saints? Ephesians 1, 5, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself according to the kind intention of his will. Ephesians 1, 7, he says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. And Romans 15, 8 says, for you have not received the spirit of slavery leading again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by which we now, we cry out, Dad, Daddy, Father, Abba. Adoption is the legal proceeding that creates a parent-child relationship between persons not related by blood with the adopted child being entitled to all privileges belonging to a natural child including inheritance so you might look at it this way you might look at it this way you might look at it this way have you ever wondered that God, he would put into our hands the power of redemption? For the first fruit represents the redemption of the rest of the fruit. If first fruits represents the redemption of the rest of the, of the fruit, then it stands to reason that the rest cannot come until the first has been given. So what I want you to think about in your first fruits this, this um, year, what is God trying to redeem in your gift? Can I ask, let me ask it another way. What do you need God to redeem? What do you need him to bring back into right relationship? What do you need for God to bring that's rightfully yours that was lost? What is it that, what is it that, that God is waiting? What is it that the angels are sitting on go? If you just pray the prayer, we'll make it happen. If you just pray the prayer, if you'll make it happen. If you just give the, yeah, we'll make, I'll make it happen. If you'll just be obedient, we're ready. I wonder how many of your angels assigned to minister to the heirs of righteousness are sitting on ready to make happen what God already declared but can't happen until you, like them, offer the first and the best to him. Have mercy, Jesus. Okay, we rested right there. We rested right there. I'll talk about adoption later. Some of you, your inheritance is sitting there waiting, waiting for you. Your inheritance, by the way, I will tell you this much. You can be a son, but don't qualify for the inheritance yet. 
Okay, I'll explain it next week. Bow your heads. Father, in the, in the name of Jesus, would you, would you make this clear for us? I pray. I thank you for what you have, you have prepared before time for us. I thank you for the power, the power of exchange, the power of releasing our future. Lord, I thank you for what you've already done. Lord, if you never did anything else, if, you ne if it never anything else happened from heaven for us, your salvation, we are so grateful. But Father, you have ordained that we be fully equipped to finish the task, to live out the purpose for which you birthed us. I ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, ignite the imagination of your people. Deliver us from every form of fear. Allow us to obey you that you might be glorified, that your name may be great. In Jesus' name, amen.